You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us. Um, This is Real Presence Live, and we are here in Bismarck, North Dakota at St. Anne's Catholic Church. I am Karen Selensky, along with Father Craig Hochalter, the pastor here at St. Anne's, and we're just very blessed. Um, Father Hochalter is always very gracious and energetic, and he had his whatever he needed to have his happiness today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So thank you. Holy hour, mass, coffee, in that order. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, we just had a wonderful guest, Diane Huck, on the 40 Days for Life, and um, we just encourage people to go to the website and and register 40 Days of Life backslash Bismarck. Um, Lots of opportunities to be together with family and friends, and um, just a a great, um, just a great opportunity, don't you think? I do think it was a great opportunity. I just signed up uh, to our level listeners. It's very easy. You do have to make a little one of those accounts, but uh, it's 40daysforlife.com. It's so important. And you're challenging just, all priests and deacons? Is that uh, what? Yeah, I didn't, really wasn't paying attention to that. Cha- that's a really big challenge. <laughs> that is a challenge, yeah, I'm but... just trying to get them to text me back, much okay. less that. We, <laughs> to be- bigger and better things like Psychelet. Yes, <laughs> Karen, you can bring in uh, wonderful guests. We're so excited to have them today. We are. So we have Cy Kellett with us from Catholic Answers. Uh, Cy is going to be one of our keynote speakers here in Bismarck at our banquet on December 5th. So welcome, Cy. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And we're we're very excited to have you as our keynote speaker. Um, the word is out. I, I'm the listener relationship coordinator here in Bismarck in Western North Dakota. So we are gearing up. We already have table hosts registered for the event, and um, we are hoping that we fill the room for um, for you because I think people are really excited about having you here. So thank you for oh, agreeing to I'm, come. <laughs> I'm delighted. I hope we fill the room too. I mean, uh, in, in part because it just makes it more fun, but also in part because it's so important to support Catholic Radio and come out and build that community that supports Catholic Radio because this is one of the great works that lay Catholics are supporting right now, sharing the good news on the air. Yep, absolutely. So did you just finish your um, Catholic Answers Conference in San Diego, right? Was that just here in September? Yes, I was worried that my voice would not be good this morning (laughs) because I've been talking for days. But yeah, we just finished it. We had an absolutely great time. Oh, Uh, awesome. Yeah, I promised everyone that it was going to be perfectly sunny because it's Southern California in uh, September, and then it rained every day here. So oh, I'm sorry no. about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I'm sure it still was very, very pleasant, and I heard that you did have a good group um, of people there. So thank you oh, for doing did, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you want to just maybe introduce yourself to Cy, because there's a lot of people that might not know, um, you know who you are. So if you want to introduce yourself to our, our listening audience, that'd be great. Sure. I have the great privilege of getting to host Catholic Answers Live, which I've been doing for almost seven years now, which is unbelievable to me. It's the best job in the world. We get to go on the air and talk about Jesus and his church for two hours every day. People get to ask whatever they want about the church. It's an amazing thing that uh, a show where that's all we do, we don't do anything else, uh, has lasted 25 years, but it has. And uh, so far in seven years, uh, I haven't uh, forced it off the air or anything. I've tried, but I haven't been able to do that. 
I had a little bit of a career in radio before that with Immaculate Heart Radio, which was the Catholic radio network here in California that was, it, it was bought by another network now, so it doesn't exist anymore, Immaculate Heart Radio, but I, I started in Catholic radio there, and before that I was the editor of uh, the Catholic newspaper in San Diego, so for me it's been, it's been uh, a, just about 25 years in Catholic media as well. So, Sai, if I, if Karen and I want to want to apply for a position at Catholic Answers, do we have yes. to? And, and we we are accept we get accepted and and we're hired. Do we have to move to San Diego? Well, it's funny because we used to say yes because we have that we've always had this idea that uh, you know you uh, Catholic community is is important, but then the the pandemic, a lot of people moved, and so now like. Trent Horn lives in Dallas, and Jimmy lives in Arkansas. So I don't know if the answer is yes anymore. You might get to stay in beautiful uh, Bismarck. Yes. Yeah, so you live in San Diego. Can I ask you that question? Is that I do. Like, I live I, just outside of San Diego. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if that was like a, like a contractual thing. You can't disclose <laughs> your information like that. And the reason why the reason why I'm asking is because it is confusing. Because I know your guys is Catholic answers. Of course, we know right. It's public that it's in, it's San Diego based. But to, right. your, to your point, post-COVID, and I think certainly before COVID, but, you know, all of these, all of you, the, the, the speakers and the, the uh, radio, you know, there's better words for it. But those that are on such high levels of media, like global radio and global social media platforms, you know, they'll, they'll say like, yeah, born and raised in Austin or, yeah, coming to you from Cleveland. And I'm like, aren't you in San Diego? So that's why I want I'm just speaking. I'm asking questions that no other Catholics that's will ask. Ex- that's exactly right. Well, I I think I might know some of the people that you're referring to, but uh, we we tell people where we are. We don't. Uh, but and and, um, uh, and I think we kind of uh, we're proud of it because uh, we feel like people in other parts of the country know that as Catholics we're slightly persecuted. I use the word persecuted loosely. Uh, but we're slightly persecuted in California, so we're kind of proud that we're we're flying the Catholic flag here. Yeah, and you should be. God bless all of that you do at Catholic Answers and your work there, Sai, all humor aside. It's very important work. We don't have that as much, or if at all, in Bismarck, North Dakota. <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. Now that doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't you know offer us graces to be poor in spirit. It is the first beatitude. Uh, however. Uh, in in Karen and I's ego trips, we may want to climb the ladder of Catholic radio, and and um, so with some humor in it, uh, I hope Karen doesn't get terminated. Because <laughs> I'm just say, I'm just a volunteer right for Catholic radio. <laughs> but but to the point of filling the room, Sai uh, here in December, as we welcome you to to Bismarck, I will certainly be a couple of uh, tables away from you. Can you tell us in your work? You know, you do the you you are behind a microphone, and in some sense, right? There's a reality of you're 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 not in front of people, and then you you you're invited to these events, Sai, and um, you're in front of hundreds of people. Uh, what, yeah. what what where does your heart lie? I mean, what what do you want? What does your prayer look like? If you'd be able, you know, if you could be vulnerable a little bit with us in terms of what do you want in those events? You know, we can go, we can be very concrete with Bismarck. We're, you know, hopefully we're getting, I don't know, between 80 and 90 tables. There could be close to 650, 700 people there. Yes. Very faithful Catholics, but also those, right, that they wake up some days and they're thinking, man, this is all really worth it. What, where is your, where's your heart at when you come to these events, may I ask? Well, you know, the, the, uh, 
like you said, Father, we, we have such blessings in the Catholic faith, and that it, to, if we can draw closer to one another as we're all on this journey towards the house of the Father, I mean, someone explained to me about marriage one time that the best marriages were both spouses are seeking God, and in that seeking, they find each other. I found that in my marriage, and I feel like that's true in all Catholic and all Christian communities, that if we're seeking God together, if we're seeking God, we'll find all these other things together, and the fullness of life happens there. So, I mean, I really do feel like even just getting hundreds of Catholics together to celebrate the Catholic faith, to celebrate a an apostolate like Catholic Radio, it's an extremely positive thing in the world today. I mean, just getting people to come out of their house for anything uh, is an extremely positive thing. And 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 being together kind of for a higher purpose is it's healing. There's some kind of uh, strange healing power in that. I feel it whenever we 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 get to do that that we need each other. And and in the modern world, the message is that we don't need each other, but we really do need each other. And if we're going to make it, if we're going to make this journey back to the house of the Father, we're going to need each other to get there. You know, it's so, we just, just a month ago, so Karen and I are on, um, Karen's on a little bit more than I am because she's in a higher pay grade. <laughs> but uh, I am on a monthly with her. And we just had this conversation a month ago, Sai about um, a man was speaking, uh, one of our guests was speaking about parish life, very ordinary parish life and parish apostolate works. And he made this point of just get people together. I asked him if you have any advice for uh, pastors. I'm, I'm 11 years ordained, but only uh, it's my third month as a pastor. I was in high school administration before that. And so I wanted some of his wisdom. And he said, just, just get people together. And, and I do that. And I love doing it because it's, you know, there's, there's such a tie with the incarnation. I mean, the, the Lord came to earth and he found friendship. He found community. He was born into right. one, the, the most important community of a family between Mary and Joseph. So I don't think it can be overstated, but man, is it like underdone, if I could use that word that, it, you know, it just doesn't happen yep. anymore of like just getting people together, rallying around a common belief, and the Lord does the rest. Yep. He does indeed. That is exactly right. And I, I have to say, I think, that is part of why I do think that the Holy Spirit in his uh, wisdom has put Catholic radio in the hands of the laity. That, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Catholic bishops tried to do it, Catholic dioceses tried to do it. Nothing ever worked until it became <laughs> lay apostolate. And I think that's an actual clear message from the Holy Spirit that w- the laity need to come together to do these things. We need each other. And radio gives us that in a certain sense. But then, like, like you said, when we come together for an event like we're doing on the 5th, that's a whole different level of thing. And I, I always feel like it's a relief. There's, some, there's something in it that's a relief for us in the modern world to be together as brothers and sisters. Sai, were you, uh, in short, we're off to a little soft break and then we'll come back. In short, were you always desirous of... Uh, media, Catholic media, and, and being in that kind of, on that stage as a, a Catholic man? No, I don't think so. I think I did it, I mean, it, the, I entered Catholic media because I had a, a bachelor's degree in theology and a master's degree in English literature, mm. and what do you do with that? To feed your children. <laughs> you, 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 you go to the church, you go, you got anything I could do? And then, and then, and then they... 
they send you to the Catholic newspaper, you know. So I think a lot of it was just to keep body and soul together and make sure that the children were in diapers. Uh, but uh, it, it's, it really wasn't what I expected to do with my life, Father. That's interesting that you ask that, because now that I think about it, as a young person, it wasn't what I expected to do, but I could not be happier. I mean, I just couldn't be happier. I, 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 the Lord knew where to put me, in other words. Sai, we're going to go to a short break. This is a great conversation. We're so yes. thankful for you yes. this morning, and we're eager. December 5th, Sai Kellett will be here in Bismarck at the Bismarck Event Center for the annual Real Presence Radio Banquet. Uh, we are uh, anything you can do, listeners, to get engaged in that. It's going to be a wonderful event. Sai Kellett will be the keynote. We are with him right now, and we have a few minutes left with him after this break. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Let us run to Mary and as her little children cast ourselves in their arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central, and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the Rosary, Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. UMary.edu. That's UMary.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, blessed memorial of St. Wenceslaus, king and martyr. Uh, to all of those uh, in the Czech ethnicity and background in the Diocese of Bismarck, uh, this is your patron, one of them. Uh, the good King St. Wenceslaus. I am one of your hosts this morning, Father Craig Holcalter, pastor of the Church of St. Anne here in Bismarck, along with Karen Zelensky uh, of Real Presence Radio. We are speaking with a, w- a wonderful guest. It's been a great... Uh, it's one of these events. Sai, you've had this, right? Uh, when you're on with a guest and you're like, man, I wish this segment was longer. 
Don't oh, you have that? Yes. But yes. then you. I've, I've, had, I've had the opposite too, Father. <laughs> I've had both. See, Cy Kellett, who is world famous Catholic Disneyland star, he said that. He guess I wish this would be a shorter segment. I say that often, Cy, all the time. I'm like, Karen, really? Who is this guy? I mean, is he even Catholic? So, Cy, you're here December 5th uh, for the Real Presence Radio Banquet in Bismarck. December 5th, there's a whole series of banquets that Karen will get to in just a few moments. Cy, what, what are you offering to the people of, of Bismarck come December, uh, aside from maybe some Advent hymns and early Christmas hymns that you'll sing for us? What else? Oh, yeah. uh, what, what is your topic, and what can we... Uh, can you offer us a little trailer for the event? Oh, well, I'll be singing "O Come All You Faithful." Or can you sing that? <laughs> you got to wait till Christmas, bro. Yeah. I don't know. But I would say Emmanuel. Like, yeah, maybe uh, something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> the uh, well, I'm going to talk about the cycle of the Christian life, and uh. you know, we we usually think of when we think of cycle in religion, we think of like Buddhism and Hinduism and the ones that have a kind of a cycle of incarnation and reincarnation and moving up and that kind of thing. And, and one of the great contributions of, of Judaism, I mean, even in, in, in any kind of paganism, in Roman paganism and in, in Greek paganism, there's this cycle of uh, the, the great cycle of life, and it's kind of a hopeless thing. But in Christianity, one of the things that, 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 that you know, that even when you read the first chapters of of Genesis, we, we forget is that this is a new concept of time that God is introducing. He's a, a new concept of time, a time that leads towards something. That where He's saying things like, uh, you know, He's telling the woman that uh, it, that that uh, His seed and your seed there will be enmity between them, but there's a promise of something to come in, in the future that will redeem all of this. And so that we have a linear view of time in Christianity, and and this is the modern view of time. You know, this is uh, something we we forget about what gifts God has given. But the the Jewish view of time was victorious; it won over the pagan view of time. The cycle that we constantly of death and life cycle that you can never get out of is the pagan view of time, and Christ's view of time given to us in the Jewish people is. Uh, is one that has an end point, that has a victory mm-hmm. at the end of it. And so we don't, we often don't think of cycle, uh, or, or we almost kind of have a negativity towards cycle. But the, but it's also true that the Lord has put us in a world that has these cycles of the year and the day and the night and all of that. And he's, there is a cycle in the life that we live as, as Christians. And it begins, we're not into the cycle of the Christian life, which leads on to ultimate victory, until we meet Jesus. And so this I always, uh, we, I use the example of St. Peter because he's the great example. You know, we, we think of St. Peter as kind of bumbling, fumbling, and, and sometimes that's, that's fair, you know, because that's how he talks about himself in Mark's Gospel. You know, it's obvious that he told Mark these stories. And, but the truth is that Peter and Andrew had gone out seeking the Messiah. That's why they went to see John the Baptist. These were good and holy men who were living good and holy Jewish lives. They wanted the Messiah. And how joyful Peter was when he heard uh, Andrew say, we have found the Messiah. The, one of the most beautiful sentences ever said in the, in the history of language, you know, we have found the Messiah. And, and he brought Peter to meet Jesus. But when you think about Peter's life, going out to look for the Messiah. None of it can start, the, the, the religious life that, that Jesus is inviting him to, 
until he meets Jesus. It's a search until he meets Jesus. But once he meets Jesus, the search is over. Something else has started now. And that's true for all of us, everywhere. Yeah, life is a search. Life is a, 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 a kind of like a detective story until the person actually meets Jesus. And we have to, this is what we have an obligation to do as Christians, is to help people have the moment that Peter had, where everything changes, even though he's already a good and holy person. You know, you might say, well, why does he need Jesus? He's already a good Jew. Because look at what happens when he meets Jesus. Life is transformed. What was dark becomes light. What was sick becomes healed. What was dead becomes alive. So it's the meeting with Jesus that begins this cycle that I'll talk about. And it's a cycle that goes through conversion, and then entering into communion with Jesus, and then going on a mission. And what's the purpose of the mission that we go on? It's to start the cycle in someone else's life, so that they will meet the person of Jesus Christ. And I think if we remember that that's what we're doing, then we have a lot less anxiety. It's very, uh, very clear, simple story, this Christian story. Meet him, get to know him, enter into communion with him, go out and share him with other people. You know, Cy, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I, I, a lot of other people will be as well hearing you just speak and offer that to us uh, during this segment. It's interesting, when the more I do marriage prep and work with couples, certainly a staple question uh, in you know, one of your first, if not the first meeting is, is how did you meet? And, and the more I grow in my adult life, and I, I'm brought back, and not only in a sentimental way, but in a kind of a beautiful, memorable way, and, and going to anniversaries and weddings and different events with my mom and my dad, uh, who are blessed with a strong and wide social circle. Uh, and, and what will always come up is this question, right? It's not particular to, to uh, you know, romantic love or married love, uh, although it's relevant to my, my professional work and my, my work as a priest, uh, is, oh, remember when we met? And, and the reminiscing of friends, I remember this event, and remember how I did this with you? And it surprises me that as much as that happens at a natural level, Asai, we don't yet put that framework, we don't use that optic with Jesus. Isn't that we're so, right, we're so quick yeah. to the mission. We're so quick to how can I do something? How can I do something? And we need to stay and like, well, how, how did you meet? And, and what was that meeting like? Because that's, the gospel is filled with that, you know? Exactly. We, don't have, we don't have Peter without Andrew, and we don't have Andrew without St. John the Baptist, and I'm glad you said him, because I pointed to, we have a holy card this morning on our table here, at, at, right here in the parish hall, Cy, with, with a young St. John the Baptist. He's one of my patrons, and I think about him every day, because I, I like that Peter's huge, right? Peter is the rock, he's the pontiff, he's the first one, but we don't have him without his brother Andrew, and we don't have Andrew without St. John the Baptist. And, right. Um, I'm just so glad that you're, gonna, you're giving life to that reality of the encounter, the meeting, you know, right? Where, where Jesus, yes, yes. and it never stops because he's God. It, we, don't, we don't arrive. <laughs> you know, no. he wants more and more and more of our heart. He's, you know, he's lovingly selfish that way. He wants all of us, not just, not just a decade. So I'm eager for December 5th's event. Do you get, uh, Cy, have you given this before? Is this, uh, I don't know, in, in the world of speaking, do you have kind of, a number of yeah. texts you choose from, uh, and, and you just kind of develop it in different ways depending upon the audience? Well, I, I, I mean, what we do at Catholic Answers is we, they, they, we, each of us tries to have a certain number of prepared talks 
so that okay, uh, sure. if, if someone asks, we can go out and give them. This is a talk I've been giving for a long time. And, you know, it comes it's directly from the Second Vatican Council. The idea of communion and mission, uh, is, is, are, those are two huge words in uh, Lumen mm-hmm. Gentium. Uh, and so uh, the, it's nothing new. <laughs> it's just that a lot of times we, uh, it's not the new stuff we need. We need to just keep going over the old stuff because it's very simple, this uh, Christian message. And it starts with Jesus. Uh, you know, you say it starts with John the Baptist, which is exactly right. But think about Peter. He was powerless to meet Jesus. He mm-hmm. couldn't make it happen unless Jesus had come, unless Jesus was there, unless Jesus himself had come as a man and gone out to the desert to see John the Baptist. He wasn't there, for, uh, you know, so we have to remember that, too. That, And I always try to say at this point, Father, if you haven't met him, just ask. Just say quietly, Jesus, I want to meet you, and then wait. Mm-hmm. It, it's sometime, you, it's, I, it's 100% guarantee. This is one of those things in the Christian life. It's not 95%. He said, ask and you shall receive, and this is what he was talking about. If you haven't met him, just say, Lord, I, I don't think I've met you. I want to meet you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and invite him to come, and he will come into your life. We're speaking with Sack Kellett of Catholic Answers. He will be here in Bismarck December 5th here at the Bismarck Event Center for the annual Real Presence Radio Banquet. Uh, Sai, it's been a wonderful, uh, wonderful segment with you. Perhaps we can get you on one more time before you, you land here in Bismarck. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring your stocking cap. But if you forget your winter clothes uh, <laughs> furnished by San Diego, uh, California, we all have, we can bring you something, a parka or two. Absolutely. It's funny. I, I was actually worried about that, Father. I thought, do I have a coat that can go to North Dakota? And <laughs> Like, I don't, I actually don't. I have a winter coat for, like, the mountains here, but I don't know if it's North Dakota winter coat. Oh, yeah, it's fun when my, my, my friends from the South come and they arrive in their winter coats. And I said, bring your winter coat. They're like, well, this is my winter coat. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I wear that in September. <laughs> We're going to have 50-degree <laughs> weather in December. <laughs> yeah. just, just wait. Sai, you have a wonderful well, was, day. God bless your work. Yes. Uh, you, you too. Uh, thank you very much. I love speaking with both of you. And Karen, we do have job openings at uh, Catholic Answers. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for that. I'll send my app in. I today. appreciate that. Yes. Well, we've right. been speaking. We've been speaking with Cy Kellett, um, and he will be our keynote speaker here in Bismarck on December fifth. We also have a few other um, banquets. We'd like to just quick, quickly announce: Dr. Ralph Martin will be in Rochester, Minnesota, on November seventh. Michael Gormley, Dickinson, North Dakota, November fourteenth. Bear Wozniak, November 9th. In Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Deacon Harold Burke Seavers in Rapid City, South Dakota, on November 28th. Go to realpresenceradio.com. You can register there. You can give the listener relationship coordinators a call if you're interested in hosting a table. Hope to see all of you there. Again, thank you, Cy, for being with us today. He was fantastic. We'll be right back. Dr. Beverly Everett, uh, the conductor of the Bismarck Mandan Symphony, is our next guest. We'll be back after this hard break. Thank you.